This week's Pilch Point with Avram Pilch is uh, proudly powered by PureVPN. Uh, the best way to protect your privacy online is with PureVPN. You can hide your online activities, say goodbye to regional restrictions, and improve your streaming quality. Plus, it's available for almost all of your devices, so you can use it just about anywhere you are. And uh, right now, you can get a special price and a 31-day money-back guarantee by going to pilchpoint.live slash purevpn. All right, so we talked earlier about your current off-time project. <laughs> so uh, what have we got going on uh, at Tom's Hardware right now? So this is a, this is a big week for intel announcements and nvidia rumors intel held what they call the architecture day uh, early in the week and we were able to report on it on thursday and intel released a lot of detail about a couple of things they released a lot of detail about their upcoming intel xe graphics and they released some details about some of their upcoming cpus as well so Intel Xe Graphics, first of all, I'll take a step back. What's that? Intel has been known for many years to have the worst integrated graphics. In fact, let's put it, let's put it more succinctly, the worst graphics, right? AMD had on their chips when they have integrated graphics is much faster. And everybody knows that Intel integrated graphics, the, the GPU that is built into your CPU. Uh, is nothing uh, in comparison to an NVIDIA card or an AMD card. Intel has not really played in the discrete graphics space, but no longer. The company has said a while ago that it's going to come out with its own discrete graphics, and it's going to actually have a new line of graphics cards and graphics processors called Intel XE Graphics. We saw somewhat of a demo of it, um, and at CES where they were talking to us about some, some stuff, uh, that was going on with it. But, uh, now we have some more information. So first of all, Intel claims that the next ver uh, the next CPU that's coming out, Tiger Lake, it's called, which will probably be Intel. 11th gen core they haven't said that will probably come out shortly they haven't said exactly but i think it's almost certainly coming out in september and it will have the graphics on it will be intel's xe lp graphics so it's integrated graphics they claim will have double the speed of the 10th gen graphics that are out right now so perhaps actually good enough to play real games but you know it's still integrated graphics so you know maybe we shouldn't get too excited but then there's intel xe hpg right so they have intel xe and then a bunch of different letters intel xe lp is the integrated graphics intel xe hpg is high performance gaming and that will not be out for a while, but from what we have read it, uh, and learned, it sounds like there is a decent possibility 
that the Intel XE HPG will be as good as or better than some of NVIDIA's high-end stuff today. It will be as good as or better than probably than an RTX 2080. Perhaps at some point in its life cycle, it may even be better than a 2080 Ti, which is the current top of the line. So Intel is doing a lot to add more compute units. It's doing a lot to add more processing power to the XE graphics so that it can actually be a serious player in the graphics space. Meanwhile, it also has versions of Intel XE graphics going into the data center, into places where, you know, hot, where behind the scenes graphics are needed at really, really high speeds. But also Intel is doing some things on the CPU front. So Intel is getting into uh, something that we've heard about on ARM chips for a while, on the chips that are on your phones, called Big Little. Scott, do you know what Big Little is? Um, maybe. It would depend on the, the context. So Intel doesn't call it Big Little. I think only Qualcomm calls it Big Little. But it's some of your cores are faster than others. So... Instead yeah, of having it. a CPU where you have eight cores and they're all equally, they're all the same, some of these cores, maybe it's not an even number, half and half, some of these cores are faster than others and some are slower. Now, why would you want the slower cores? That sounds kind of kind of lame. The reason is the slower cores use less power. So you can give more power to the high performance cores. So if you have something really simple, like a video playing on YouTube, maybe that's going on the little core, the low performance core, where your game or your thing that you're video crunching or whatever thing that you're doing that's really eating up CPU cycles, maybe that is going on one of the higher performance cores. I, so, remember, right I remember Intel talking about that concept uh when netbooks were popular like there was one core that was that was different than the rest on the netbooks so that it would use less power uh the battery would last longer stuff like that it's the same general yeah. concept right yes okay. so now intel is talking about in 2021 bringing that in what it calls the older lake s processors to desktops to desktop computers Right now, Intel has fooled around with it a little bit on its Lakefield chips, which, which we've seen, uh, which we've seen actually on a Samsung uh, notebook just recently. But for the desktop, where power consumption isn't as big of a deal, I mean, you're not worried about running out of battery if you're plugged into the wall. It's an interesting concept that hasn't been tried yet, and I think the reasoning is if you're going to give lower priority tasks to cores that use less power, you could then take the same power budget and give more power and higher clock speeds to the other cores that need it. So it's an interesting concept and Intel is going to be introducing that in desktops in 2021 in something called Alder Lake S. Now, when these things come out, by the way, for, for those listening who aren't, familiar with how Intel processor naming works. Those are the code names. 
and the code names are the, the names that you probably want to talk about because those are the most distinctive. But they'll probably have be marketed as Intel 11th generation core or who knows, maybe by then they'll be marketed as Intel 12th generation core. But the, the actual name of the architecture that's being used is going to be Alder Lake S. Finally, I want to talk just real quick about NVIDIA. So we got a massive leak this week because Micron, which apparently makes the GDDR 6X memory for, for NVIDIA, put something up on its website that it shouldn't have. And people found out that the NVIDIA, the upcoming NVIDIA high-end card, which we now believe will be called the RTX 3090, will have this high-performance memory that could deliver up to 21 gigabytes a second in, in performance, which is like unbelievable speeds. So if that's, if that's the case, you're, you're talking about a card that with perhaps some of its other improvements could be twice as fast as the fastest NVIDIA RTX card today, the RTX 2080 Ti. Wow, that twice as fast. I mean, we won't know till we benchmark it. We say it could be twice as fast, and that's then the 2080 Ti. I mean, there actually is a more high, more expensive card called the Titan RTX, mm. and we don't know if it'll be twice as fast as that. But it's going to be obviously the fastest graphics card ever made, at least for the consumer market and for gaming. Uh, that that seems pretty certain. Now, whether it's going to be worth the money that you're going to have to spend for that performance is anybody's guess. We have no idea what it's going to cost yet, uh, but our graphics card editor, Jared Walton, believes that it's going to be well over $1,000. Uh, he thinks it could even be as high as $2,000. I, I don't know about that. Again, that is absolutely pure speculation. So... We really don't know, uh, but we had a talk about this on a special edition of the Tom's Hardware Show on Friday, and we had uh, listeners come on, and one person said, as long as it's $2,000 or less, I'll buy it. So <laughs> it's good to know that, um, even, if that even if the highest possible price is, is true, somebody's got the money for it. Yeah, they've got, they've got one guaranteed user. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's a lot of money for a graphics card. But on yeah. the other hand, uh, on the other hand, we really don't know what they're going to charge. My guess is it'll probably more, be more in line with what the 2080 Ti cost at launch, which was, I believe, $1,200. Anyway, that was a lot of money back then, two years ago. It's a lot of money now, particularly in a global recession. But people spend $5,000 sometimes on gaming desktops. So... If you're spending $5,000 on a gaming desktop, I guess what's $1,200 for what's arguably the most important component. So true enough. If you're gaming, your graphics card is the most important component. So, so yeah, I, I can see, I can pe see people spending a lot of money on it. Anyway, uh, we don't know for sure when the new NVIDIA RTX cards, which are codenamed Ampere are going to launch, but we will, we strongly believe that it'll be, It'll probably be in the September time frame, 
because uh, NVIDIA CEO Jensen Wong is supposed to be giving a keynote at Gamescom mm -hmm. on September 1st. So that would be a good time for, for such an announcement. We've also seen recently that NVIDIA has been uh, the amount of stock for RTX 2080 cards and other some other NVIDIA cards has been low. It's been hard to get to buy them. So that really suggests that the company is getting rid of old stock because it's coming out with new stuff very soon. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty common behavior. We see that across the industry when a, when a, a flagship's inventory level starts to dip. It usually means that a new flagship is is right behind i mean look at microsoft and the xbox right now so that that makes sense it, it doesn't sound like we're gonna have that long to wait though no definitely not so it sounds like buckle in we're gonna have some really interesting announcements uh coming this fall really interesting new products coming this fall very cool and uh you've got information on uh all the stuff you know so far oh yes yes <laughs> If you go to tomsarver.com, we've got uh, articles on Intel Architecture Day, um, all the individual announcements from Intel Architecture Day, and on everything we know right now about the G RTX, the NVIDIA RTX 3090. Very cool. Well, it sounds like sounds like the graphics card space is, is uh, going to be real exciting and real hot over the next couple of months. Excited to, excited to see that because sometimes it, it feels a little stagnant there. So it doesn't, that's not going to be the case the end of this year. So that's real cool. Uh, as always, Avram, uh, I appreciate the information on stuff that I'm just not able to keep on top of. And uh, I look forward to what we talk about next. Yep. 